Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. My name is Tom Short, so glad to have you along in this Saturday morning. We've been talking about the law of sowing and reaping and how we reap what we sow. Sometimes we reap more than we sow. We can't expect to sow one seed and reap something different. And indeed, if we sow abundantly, we'll reap abundantly. This is a valuable and important law of God and law of nature that has a lot more to do than just seeds and agriculture. It has to do particularly with the Word of God in our lives. So I'm glad you're along with us today. But I'd like to also, as we wrap this, this series up, I'd like to talk about people who've sown into our own lives, people who've sown into your life and into mine. I don't know about you, but, you know, I really want to be a self-made man. I want to be able to say, you know, I did it myself. And, of course, that's just pride, and we've got to identify it as such. We've got to be careful in life that we don't just take all the glory to ourselves. I've noticed in life that people tend to want to take all the credit when things go well and to blame others when things go wrong, or even specifically to blame God when things go wrong. People seem to be slow to give God praise when things go well and quick to blame God when things go wrong. And we kind of ought to be just the opposite when we consider who God is. Well, it's kind of the same in not only in our relationship towards God, but on our relationship towards others. We want to blame others. We live in a time when a victim mentality is very, very common and where people nurse their hurts, their pain, and want, and want to, uh, well, like I said, want to rehearse it, how others have hurt them, and they want to uh, think about it and allow it to fester. And the Bible calls that bitterness. And bitterness is a terrible, terrible thing because it shrinks the soul. It destroys the soul. Scripture talks in Hebrews 12, verse 15, about a root of bitterness that can spring up and cause trouble and defile many. Now, roots are underground, usually. And so they can be hidden for a while until they spring up. And then they cause trouble and they defile other people. But I've also seen the bitterness, like I said, it just shrinks the soul. Bitterness doesn't expand you and cause you to grow and develop. It causes you to shrink, shall we? I can't think of a better word to shrink as a person. And we don't want to become bitter. and We don't want to have a victim mentality. Now, undoubtedly, there are people who have hurt you. You live in the world. There are sinners all around us. And sinful people sometimes do sinful things. And so even those that we trust and are good people generally following the Lord, even they can hurt you at times. And indeed, I've found that to be the case. I'm sure you have as well. And those are times we need to learn how to deal with that. We need to learn how to get past that. We need to learn how to take those hurts and pains to the Lord and allow Him to soothe our hearts. And we need to, to, to uh, it's a reminder that our ultimate trust is in God. It's not in people. But we do need to get beyond it, and we do need to move beyond where we are actually not living with a victim mentality, thinking of those who've hurt us, because as I said, it will shrink our soul, it will shrink our heart, 
It will cause us to be unloving, suspicious of other people, shielding ourselves from other people, rejecting other people. And these are things that, that are, are dangerous to our spiritual growth. <clears throat> I want to focus this morning on the other side. How do you get beyond the hurts and the pains? And how do you, one way I think is to not only stop doing, thinking of that, but we've got to fill our lives. This is a principle we talk about here often is in scripture, the focus shouldn't, your focus shouldn't simply be on what you won't do, but what you will do. If you define your Christian life only by what you won't do and you stop doing something, you leave a big vacuum. That vacuum has to be filled with the positive Christian virtues or else you go right back to what the vacuum is filled with what you were trying to overcome. So yes, we don't want to be bitter. We overcome our bitterness, but we take it a step further. We fill our lives with gratitude. Jesus tells the story in Luke chapter 17 of 10 lepers. Let's just read it here if we could. Luke 17, beginning with verse 11. He was on his way to Jerusalem. While he was on his way to Jerusalem, he was passing through Samaria and Galilee. And he entered a village. Ten leprous men who stood at a distance met him. And they raised their voices, saying, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. When he saw them, he said to them, Go and show yourselves to the priest. As they were going, they were cleansed. Now one of them, when he saw that he had been healed, turned back, glorifying God with a loud voice. And he fell on his face at his feet, at Jesus' feet, giving thanks to him, and he was a Samaritan. Then Jesus answered and said, Where Were there not ten cleansed, but the nine? Where are they? Was no one found who returned to give glory to God except this foreigner? And he said to him, Stand up and go your way. Your faith has made you well. Kind of an interesting um, ratio there. Ten people were healed. One turned back to give thanks to God. Now the other nine were doing what they're told. They, they went, were going to the priest. And so you can't say they were terrible people. They were obeying what Jesus told them to do. But the one was overcome with gratitude, and he wanted to turn back, and he glorified God, and he wanted to find the, the person through whom God used. Now, it's interesting. I don't know if the Samaritan realized or understood that Jesus was the divine Son of God in the flesh. And he was glorifying God, but he I, I don't know if he, when he turned back he was thinking Jesus is God or whether he just realized this is the person through whom God used this. He used the, the person God used to, to bring about this healing. Bottom line of what I'm saying is this. Let's be like that leper. Let's be people who glorify God, who turn back, who remember. And we don't turn back and remember those who hurt us. We don't focus on our pain. We don't focus on those because there are plenty of those out there, folks. But we turn back thanking God, praising God, glorifying God for how he has used people to sow goodness into our life good seed into our life. See, there has been bad seed sown into your life. I'm sure of it. And there's been good seed. And what you choose to focus on will really, to a great degree, uh, determine what type of person you end up being. Because, as I said, bitterness shrinks the soul. Gratitude seems to grow the soul. 
Gratitude is an expression of humility. And God gives grace to the humble. Gratitude is an expression. I didn't do it all on my own. Someone, like, like Paul says in 1 Corinthians 3, I planted, Apollos watered. Someone planted good seed in you. Someone watered good seed in you. We want to be people who are grateful for that as we th- and we thank God for those people. We want to have a heart that's overflowing with gratitude towards God and towards people. And so you stop and think in your own life, who are some of the people who've been a blessing to you? Who are some of the people who've been a blessing to you? And I, I wrote down a few of them in my email. I'll just read a few that I sent out the other night. Are you grateful for parents who raised you and provided for you? Let me just be honest. Every parent or every child of a parent can find some things to complain about their parents. And, some, and we've got things we can be thankful about. Human nature says it takes a little bit more effort to find the things to be grateful about, but it's worth the search because each one of us has been the recipient of parents who did care for us and love us. Are you grateful for a youth leader who took an interest in you? Are you grateful for a teacher or parent who taught you how to read, how to think, whoever educated you? How about are you grateful for a coach who believed in you and someone who thought you, who saw potential in you? Are you grateful for the person who shared the gospel with you and led you to Christ? And maybe it's many years ago. For me, it's been 50 years since I've been a Christian. And I still remember the actions of an organization. It wasn't an individual. It was an organization, literature, put out by a group, Jews for Jesus, whereby I came to Christ. Are you grateful for your pastor who watches over you? You know, pastors have a tough job, and none of them are perfect. And it's easy. They're, they're on display in front of us every day, every Sunday at least. And we can see their faults and strengths. We can see their, you know, how they do well and how they don't. But they probably do love you and care for you and want the best for you. Are you grateful for them? Are you grateful for an employer who gave you your first job or gave you a promotion or an opportunity? Are you grateful for a spouse who's encouraged you and supported you? Are you grateful for a prayer warrior who prayed for you, interceded for you? Again, I shared here before about Granny D, woman um, and, and lived nearby, just a couple blocks from us, and went to the church I grew up in, prayed hours every day, and I was on her prayer list before I was saved, and she was praying for little Tommy, and I believe that much of what has happened in my life is the fruit of Granny D's prayers for me way over 50 years ago. Are you grateful for people who prayed for you? Are you grateful for people who conceived this nation, gave us our freedom, built it, fought for this, fought for us, laid down their life for us so that we could have the freedoms and opportunities we have now. There's so many people to be grateful for. Let's be like the leper, the cleansed leper who turned back and was grateful. People have sown good seed in your life. They've sown bad too. Let's root it out. Let's learn how to deal with that. Let's overcome it and not be bitter about it, not let ourselves have a victim mentality like our culture wants to encourage. Let's take, let's say, wait a minute. I realize this has happened. I'm going to, I'm going to overcome it. I'm going to give thanks to God that, that he allowed this, but I'm going to overcome it and I'm going to move beyond it. And one way I move beyond it is I fill my heart and life with gratitude 
towards those who've sown the good seed. And I let that good seed grow and sprout, develop, and fill up my soul and make me expand my soul and grow my soul. I'm not going to let that bad seed shrink it. Amen. Father, we are grateful today for your hand in our life. We're grateful for your salvation. We're grateful for your cleansing. We're grateful for for who you have made us to be. We're grateful that you are sovereign in our lives and you have even permitted, Lord, if anything has come into our life, it was something you permitted and somehow we believe that even the negative, you can turn it for the good. You can turn a curse to a blessing. What others meant for evil, you can turn it for the good. We believe that's the God you are. And so we, we, we accept what things have happened in our life. We turn to you, we give them to you, we forgive others, and we move forward. But today, Lord, we also just want to thank you for the people that you've brought into our life who've sown good seed into us, who've done good to us, who have loved us, who believed in us, who cared for us, who stood by us, the people, Lord, who, who taught us truth, taught us your word, taught us what's right. We want to thank you, Lord, for the people who do pray for us and watch over us and care for us. Lord, we, even as I speak now, people come to my mind that I'm grateful for. Indeed, Lord, I've, I've lived a long life already, and there's so many people through the years who've done so much good for me. I'm not a self-made man. I'm not someone who just got where I am all on my own. There have been so many others who've helped me along the way, encouraged me when I wanted to give up, encouraged me when I was discouraged, taught me things I didn't know, uh, believed in me, prayed for me. I'm grateful, Lord. I'm grateful for each one. I pray they'd know that. Help me to express that to them. Lord, we thank you for the good seed that others have sown in our life. We thank you for them. We pray your blessing upon these people. We pray that they would know that what they have built into our lives was good. And we pray, Lord, that they'd be, they'd have that satisfaction and the reward of knowing that they, that these people blessed us along their lives. We thank you for them. We pray today in Jesus name, we give you praise. We give you glory. Today, Lord, I pray we would walk as truly humble people. I pray we'd be filled with gratitude and that would, would grow our soul. Gratitude towards you and others. Help us to find the good in what others have done. Help us, Lord, not to be bitter people whose soul is, gets shrinks into just a bitter little old heart. And I pray, Lord, that rather we'd be grateful people, overflowing with love. We pray for this. Take our lives and build us this into us today, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Hey, thanks for joining me today. I love you guys. I'm so glad you're along. This is a Saturday morning. No, usually not as many people on a Saturday morning, but I thank every one of you who shows up. And uh, as Saturday, you know, tomorrow's Sunday, so make sure and it's just a good time to remember, pass along these studies that we're doing, these times together. Tell people in your small group, your church, Bible study group, Sunday school group, your family, people you care about, people you love. I pray that these daily times are an encouragement to you. We, I believe, I know you do too. God knows you're here. He sees you show up day by day, just sometimes just showing up. It's making a statement to God. I want to grow. I want your word to have a, 
find a place in my heart. I want the seed of God sown into me. And sometimes just showing up, whether you feel like it or not, can make all the difference. So you have a blessed day. I look forward to seeing you tomorrow. I plan tomorrow. There's some big events going on in our world. I mean, we're, we're, there's a war about to break out. There's this freedom convoy up north in Canada. There's a lot going on in our world right now, significant events. Tomorrow we want to talk about them a bit and spend some time in prayer for them. So I hope to see you tomorrow morning. Tune in with me, 8.30 a.m. You can listen live. You can watch later in the day. You can um, uh, hear the podcast on the Apple, the Spotify, and the Google platforms. Until then, God bless you. I love you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Thank you.